You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome to another session of Chrispiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt. And there's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me. That is I. Thank you so much for tuning into the only podcast where we continue to break the matrix. Um, I hope you are really breaking the matrix out, out there because it has been testing us a lot lately. It's a lot of distractions out here, a lot of fear propaganda going on still, but the the you know the jabby the jabby conversation is becoming becoming more of a reality uh, unfortunately and so i can see how uh you know people are going to start caving a lot more as being presented now to the jobs uh, especially here in california um it's definitely been brought to my bubble um they've definitely put that memo up on top of the punching clock so your boy has that uh dilemma right now they haven't given us a date, though, of when it's going to be necessary. So at the same time, I don't know. Maybe maybe a lot of this stuff is fear porn. I mean, it is getting implemented in different places. So I don't know. I don't like to go too much of what I see on screens because everything is, I believe, is false information. It's to keep you confused. It's to keep you scared. It's to keep you distracted. It's to keep you from really living your best life. I hate hearing people say, Oh, with everything going on in the world, and it's just really the only reason is going on in your world is because of what you see on screens, whether it be TV, whether it be your phone. Other than that, you ain't really seeing this. And if you live in America, we really privileged. You know, shit, it really is fucked up here, but we have American privilege. This shit, this is like, this it wasn't really a lockdown. Yeah, we couldn't go to certain places, but you still have the ability to go outside. You still have the ability to heal, honestly, to really get into your bag and and try different things. You know, a lot of people started projects during that time, but if you were consumed by the propaganda, obviously you um are not uh out here living your best life. So I can understand how you were at home, scared, uh, social distancing. And yes, people were getting sick, so I understand it was a thing, but I ain't stop I ain't I ain't stopped living this whole the whole pandemic. If anything, it was everything was cheaper during that time. Gas was cheaper, gas was at all time low. Shout out to you, Trump. You know, you you did that. Um, that was, it was the lowest, like two something, two twenty. I got down to, and then eventually, um, flights were cheap, hotels were cheap, everything was cheap because people were scared, and now everyone back outside. And as much as I'm happy that everyone's back outside, it's annoying, especially living in California. There's so much traffic. Y'all gotta stay inside. Pick your make up your mind. Y'all scared of this shit or y'all not? But I understand y'all got vaccinated, uh, you know, jabinated as well. So I understand that. Y'all really think that you're safe out here, even though that's obviously not the case. But I'm just me. I'm just Chris X Matt. I'm just out here potting. I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor, scientist, and unfortunately, that's the only way people believe anyone believes anyone, honestly. So I'm just out here doing my thing. So I don't know, but I hope everyone's been doing good. Everyone listening, shout out to you. If you're at work listening, shout out to you. If you're at the gym working out listening, shout out to you. If you're at school right now on a break, maybe shout out to you. Um, 
Shout out to everyone that's tapped in. Shout out to the whole conspiracy community. I really appreciate you guys. Um, uh, I would love to start off by saying, well, I said a whole bunch of shit already, but what I would love to really say right now is conspiracy.com. That's the best way to support the show, conspiracy.com. Get you a shirt. We got four designs. We got the Break the Matrix. We have the uh, Protect Your Luge, uh, Conspiracy 33. Uh, what was the last one? And the Tap Inwardly one. And Tap Inwardly is probably my favorite design, the, mush, the 33 Mushroom one. Dennis worked so hard on these designs. It may look like it's whatever to some of y'all, but the designs were um, a process, definitely a process. It took about a year to complete. And um, I'm just I'm I'm happy. We're happy with the product. So shout out to the good brother Dennis B Messiah. And speaking of the good brother, don't forget that on Fridays the good brothers link up, and the good brothers drop new episodes of Conspiracy every Friday. That is me, Dennis B Messiah, and the good brother Katoni. I've really been enjoying those shows like so much to the point where I really don't want to talk to anybody. But emphasis on on anybody because there is still certain individuals that I like to speak to and I would love to speak to. Like today's guest. I have a guest today and I appreciate all the guests that take the time and effort to come on this show. Like for real. I'm just a small podcast here in Riverside, California, trying to build this shit up from the ground up. You know, initially I was so caught up in conspiracies that it that it motive. I mean, it it inspired me so much to start a conspiracy based podcast. Now I'm not mad at the conspiracy based podcast. I'm not mad at conspiracy. I love conspiracy. I love doing this show. I've met so many amazing people because of this show. So I'm not I'm not mad about how the show has how the show is turning out or nothing like that and i don't even know where i was going with that (laughs) i'm high as hell um oh no but i still enjoy talking to guests i still be out here looking to provide the best conversations for myself and that hopefully the rest of you guys would and will enjoy and i think today's today's um episode and today's guest you guys will enjoy i had a conversation with her prior um and you know because you know she a lot i understand a lot of people that never done pods they might be nervous so i get that um i get the how i get how they can be nervous and uh maybe not know not know what to expect from a podcast that's like a, a random podcast is just reaching out to them talking about hey you want to be on my pod and you know she just wanted to vet me real quick you know and i understand it you got to be safe out here you never know who you communicating with through the internet so i understand that sometimes you may want to just have a conversation with someone and and you know you could tell a lot by someone's um you could tell a lot by someone's just voice on the on the internet I mean, on the internet, I'm over the phone. I'm sorry, guys. Every time I look at something or I'm, you know, dealing with the 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 stuff that's recording on the screen or I look at something real quick, I lose my train of thought. And that's not, that's not, that's not good. That's why I need an engineer here at all times with me. So, Kid Tony, if you're listening to this episode, bro, 
bro, I got a proposition for you. <laughs> but like I was saying, I still enjoy talking to guests. I still want to keep um doing the guest thing. And so, so today I brought another guest with me. So I'm really excited to bring this guest on because, like, like I said, she vetted me. I had a conversation with with her. It was a dope conversation. We got into we got into astrology. We got into just business, aspiration, dreams, and all that stuff. And then. In typical uh, Mercury retrograde form, the episode that I did with her the other day gets deleted. I accidentally did some shit on my computer uh, with the logic file. I overrode it with another audio file, and it was all bad. And I'm upset. So I appreciate her a lot because now this is the third time we speak, and the first the first time we spoke could have been a could have definitely been a podcast, but we're here now, and I'm so excited to introduce to you guys. Uh, Jenny. She goes by Jenny. Jenny from the block, aka Organite Mommy. How you doing today, Jenny? Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, we got you on the phone. How you... Sorry about the. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the Mercury retrograde. That's how you know it's God. real. Oh my God. <laughs> I I just said that. Well, we have on the show right now. We have Organite Mommy. Okay. Um. Uh, no, but uh, I, I, de- I definitely just said that in the intro. I'm like, in typical Mercury retrograde form, the episode we did got deleted. And then all this <laughs> happens. And yeah, but I appreciate you because you've been, I guess, patient with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Um, how's your how's your current reality? How's your world? Um, well... I'm currently uh, staying at home with the kids, um, getting my courses done for this other um, license that I'm trying to obtain. But last year until now, it, it's it's been a little crazy. Um, how, definitely. Have you been affected? Definitely took it. Well, um, I mean, from my kind- old job. That's kind of, I mean, I'm sorry. That's kind of even bad to say. Of course, everyone's been affected in some type of way. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how, um, how, were you affected bad? Well, work wise, yes. And then also um, in my household, all my kids had to be homeschooled. So, mm. it was a shout out to you. It was a struggle, <laughs> juggling. Um, because of the vaccines, obviously, huh? Or no? Well, when everything first shut down, um, they the school made the district. They made all the kids stay home, mm-hmm. so they had everyone. They had issued everyone laptops and their little modems, and mm-hmm. so everything was just full time at home. And it it affected us pretty bad because um, at the time I had just had a baby in 2019, mm. so the late of that. Um, the end of that year that's when I had her so when the following school year came around and and they switched to full-time at home with the laptops you know I had to juggle a baby plus my toddler plus the schooling for my oldest so it was a lot (laughs) it wasn't the easiest um, mainly because they didn't know what they were doing it was kind of like the blind leading the blind right and you know, anytime there was a new curricular, they didn't really know how to treat the students because the student, this was a transition for them. 
And then I know it was a transition for the teachers because they had their personal lives, you know, surrounding their job now because everyone's at home. So it was a lot of that. And um, I actually started my shop around that time to keep myself. I'm sorry. You said uh, 2019 you started your shop? Uh, 20, 2020. So last year. Okay. Last year, we, we actually just turned one year mm. recently. So around last year, I decided to do uh, the shop because I had so much going on with being a mom. I didn't want to lose myself and forget where I stand with my beliefs and my practices and it has helped me a lot over the years so I finally decided to you know grab the bull by the hands and and make something out of it yeah oh man yeah 2020 was definitely interesting definitely tested a lot of people made a lot of people pivot a lot of changes were made um, and just personalized, you know, not even not even really the system and, yeah, the, and the government. It was a matter of us trying to adjust yes. to certain situations. And I feel like it, it was really important for that to happen, too, because often people rely on the whole nine to five concept. They forget that when something like this occurs, you have to also realize what practices do you know, what tradings are you good at? whether if it's, you know, basic indoor, right. outdoor yeah. type of maintenance with plumbing or even with cars. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those trades are very, very important to have during times like we had last year. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing about human beings that we we adjust. You could throw whatever at yeah. you could throw whatever at us, and I mean, some people can't. You know, they fold under pressure, but for the most part, when it comes to survival, we're gonna figure it out. We gonna we gonna see. We are gonna get this shit popping. I think that's so dope. That's so like, we're the only and, species in this realm physically that can do that. Yeah, and um, one thing that I found interesting was how people forgot the concept of barters, oh, the yeah. importance of barters. And it started when I started my shop. Um, That's how I reached people out first, just to get, you know, the word to mouth of what I do and and what I offer. I started off with barters. Uh I started off with barters. um, And people kind of forgot what that was. They were kind of like, oh, what does that mean? Like, how how does this uh, trading work or or how what is that word a lot of people don't even know when you say that oh i'd like to barter with your business um it's more of a breakdown i would always say you know you help me i help you type of thing you get exposure and i get exposure and we both trade goods so when i first when i first started that's how i actually reached people um, people's attention because I would start off by bartering with already businesses that have been flourishing mm-hmm. and and vice versa. Mm. So it was really interesting to see how people 
were okay with it because we were in the situation that we were. And it's really important to know back in the day, there was no money. There was no cash. We didn't have paper. We bartered. Everyone was good at one thing in particular, and they helped the community flow by, by trading each other's goods. Yeah, because think Whether about it. Whether it was services. Think about it, in a community, you have someone that maybe knows how to, you know, do plumbing. You have someone that knows how to do construction. You know, have someone that's a doctor. You have someone that's a, a lawyer. Yeah. And then if, you know, when you all need someone, there's someone, it's like the, it's like an Avengers type sh- situation where, you, you know, someone steps up to the plate and does something. So. Yeah. And, and one issue that there was with the government and last year was that they couldn't track the money. <laughs> and look they at, couldn't and look at now. see where the money was going. Now they're tracking Cash App, Venmo, Zelle. Yeah, yeah. they have changed. They have six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. If you make so now, what they have stated is, if you make six hundred dollars within a year, not within a month, mm-hmm. not within a, two years, within one year, just six hundred dollars. That's all they need for you to qualify to make the requirements to report to them that hey this is what i'm making it used to be twenty thousand dollars no it used wasn't it that that every time you do a transaction that's over 600 that you have to fill out a a tax form now for um, every transaction it just it depends on it depends on the business that you're handling okay but from what i know is that if you have a small business and you're accumulating $20,000 or more, you do have to report it. You have to report every cent. You have to have all the papers. You have to have all the receipts and report it to the IRS. Yep. If now, if um, they couldn't even track that last year. So right now they're finding ways to see how they can get their, quote unquote, their money back and how they can properly, quote unquote, tax um something that's already taxed yeah but that's a whole nother topic yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. so now it is six hundred dollars and it's such a drastic uh change like it's the amount has dropped so crazy like i can't even um i can't even process this properly because of the amount the difference is yeah and when i first heard about it and I couldn't really, I couldn't really process it because it just happened. And so what a lot of people don't realize is when they start to see that we work together, because mm-hmm. the main reason I believe that they couldn't track certain amounts is because we started doing pop-ups. We started trading within ourselves. We started using our own accounts, mm-hmm. whether if it was Cash App or Venmo or however people move their money and they yeah and so because they feel left out they they now have to implement this new regulation big brother oh yeah and they saw that from last year they saw that we made it work we we adjusted accordingly to make things work but they they just couldn't see where everything was going yeah and then now they're trying to get into the crypto game too. That's that's been the whole thing for the longest. <laughs> you know, I'm still learning about it. Um, I do have close friends who are in the game. I have I know someone. He um, actually has a whole Bitcoin, 
and some more so I'm still kind of learning how it works Um, it's very much new to me (laughs) but it is something that is for the future so I I do say I mean our money is already digital for the most part yeah you know, I think I just, um, just have the dollar value instead of whatever value you know Bitcoin is is a, is. And and I think in in a lot of movies and a lot of shows they kind of make jokes about it. Uh-huh. They say how oh crypto is the future and and it is it's it's gonna get there eventually. Uh, I think the scary part is that before that happens they have to completely demolish the dollar. Yeah, the, the 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 cash flow, they have to remove it completely in order for crypto to rise, and that's another scary thing to even consider, yeah. thinking about because what does that mean for us? What what is what is that gonna do to our income and the way we manage our money? Because now it's not even if you run a small business with the 600 minimum, it's everybody's account. Um, I believe it's bank accounts, like regular bank accounts too. Yeah. Um, but I know they were saying if you can prove that it was from a friend or, or a personal, it, it's just, it, there's so many lines where you start to wonder what, how are we, how can we even prove that? Wow. How can we even report if it's from our business or if it's from our friends? <clears throat> because that's what they were trying to say when they implemented this regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, they want us to be able to report it if it's a business transaction. But again, people have personal Venmos. Yeah. Or they have personal cash apps. So how would you even prove if it's business or pleasure? Yeah. And that, that gets tricky it's, too it's, because then it goes, you know, you can send people money for drugs, you can send people money for sex, and <laughs> that's where it gets tricky. But at the end of the day, it sh- none of that should be. Honestly, I personally feel like it shouldn't be regulated. That's nobody's business. If you want to do that, you should do that. Oh yeah. No. But obviously, you know, it's just it's just a game. It's a game being played, and they even Big Brother knows the game keeps advancing, so they definitely keep setting up new rules. They keep setting up new reg- uh, legislations, regulations, all the all the above. And, you know, we were playing the game, but we're not at that level to create that type of change. So we adjust. And like we were speaking about earlier, we adjust to the to the new rules and we see how we're going to, you know, start playing the game from a different angle, maybe or go around something because there's definitely loopholes to everything. Yeah. And so when I was able to start my shop, I feel like based on my experiences, it was really important to spread the information that I share because during the times of pandemics, you're also impacted in a mentally, not only physically, but mentally and a a spiritual. Yeah, psychologically. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And and so with that, I'm sorry, I keep... um, um, And so with what you said it's really important that we remain ourselves balanced. And in order to do that, there's just things that a lot of people aren't aware of when it comes to your mental and your psyche and your spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. So 
I had also started that because in the middle of the pandemic, everyone's freaking out. Everyone is either going through depression or yeah. they're very stressed out or they have a lot of anxiety, all, just all, all, those, all of those things. And one thing that helped me, one of the tools that has helped me in my journey was the stones and mm. the meditation and the cleanses and the all the the palo santos and the smudges like it's made a difference based off of from when i started all the way up till now and at this point it was more of an awareness that i wanted to bring out but also a shop to where anyone can shop anyone can find certain things that they want whether if it's just a nice stone or because you're looking for one in particular yeah for a particular chakra or healing area that you want to use. So the stones, the stones really helped you out. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because what was your relationship you know, with the average? What was your relationship with the, with the stones before before the, the 2020? Or um, before all that, before the, that that that's you know them making you feel better. Well, you, that was just for 2020, right? You got you got more attached to the stones. Yeah, so ever since I've been young, actually, uh, from elementary to high school, there has been the counties that the county fairs that schools provide for the public and for the kids. Uh -huh. um, I remember like at a youngest, maybe six years old, seven years old, my mom would take us to these events and I would always buy these stones and fossils from this old man. And he would always go every year. Mm -hmm. And I never realized until I was older that they have a lot of metaphysic meanings behind them. Mm -hmm. I was just always attracted to them. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I never once thought that it would make such an impact to me now that I'm older because you know when you're a kid you, you just kind of see things to collect or because it's nice and if you don't educate yourself properly you just have it just to have it mm -hmm. but as I got older and I you know after high school and I became a mom and I started working yeah. um, I would even have uh, co-workers and friends <laughs> gift me stones and then I just kind of started from there. I started to look more into them because when it comes to spirituality, a lot of people like to use them as tools for your healing. Mm -hmm. uh, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think you're in your eyes and your, in, in your mind, and I don't mean to offend you when I say this, but do, it, it, do you feel like, oh, what was I going to say? Damn. Uh, that you're, um, that you're qualified to sell uh, jewelry? I believe everybody is because, qualified. But I'm sorry, but be, before you answer the question, because the reason I ask that is because right now, you know, we do have a lot of, we do have a lot of con spirituality. Because conning exists in every industry and in every field. Like, I understand that. But, but right now, because spirituality is at the all-time high, there's a lot of con spirituality right oh. now. And, peop and people trying to, you know, just 
they're doing readings that really are just so dumbed down and they're ripping people off. They're, they might be selling stones because they're in right now and maybe they're not really, they don't really give a fuck and they, they're not really knowledgeable about the, the, the properties of them. So that's the only reason I asked. I'm not trying to, you know, oh, question yeah, no, you, no, you know? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand your question. Um, well, based off of my experiences from... Mm-hmm childhood to young adulthood to now I have gone through so many things I can write a book about my experiences yeah but I want to say 2017 Mm -hmm. was when I had first started my awakening and I had first started yeah um it was a really tough year for me. I was going through a really bad breakup. I had just had my second child. It was so many things um, that had put me down. And I was in a very, very dark place. I'm sure a lot of people have those experiences in their lives, whether if it's a breakup or not. Um, mine in particular, it wasn't the greatest time. Yeah. Uh, and when my healing began these stones have helped me come a long way and i want to share messages and and stories and my experiences Mm -hmm. in what i do and i think because i've come a long way i have found a way to do that properly by making my shop by opening my shop by helping people whether or not they have been through the same similar experiences as me, helping them find a way to heal on a metaphysic level. Right. And uh, my shop is called Organite Mommy. So the word Organite, where I have started that word or why I have put it in my label um, is because it's something that I am going to down the line offer. Um, Organite is a type of resin mold that contains metals and certain stones and just a lot of organic ingredients. And what Organite does, uh, based off of science, it tends to absorb negative energy and release positive energy. Mm-hmm. Whether you're wearing it as a pendant or you have a, a big, nice pyramid, because the pyramids are they're very popular right now. A lot of people are selling those. Um, you can have those in your home. And what they are made for is to attract negative energy and conduct everything in, in the resin and release positive Mm. and a more healthier flow because we do live off of frequencies yes we do and when you're in a dark place i mean you're not in a high frequency so that's with my jewelry i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) with my jewelry um i think that was the best way for me to be able to help someone because the stones itself they don't always have to be combined with another stone or in a resin mold like the organite is i think it's the most affordable way i can help someone i was able to find uh, distributors that can offer me you know a more affordable price because when you're in a healing stage 
you're kind of not in a mood to splurge. You kind of don't want to, you know, spend 200, 300, a hundred dollars on one necklace. You're not in that mindset. Yeah. To you're not in, you don't have the mind space to be splurging. So that's why I started at where I'm at right now. Um, I've gotten a few, like any other small business, I've gotten a few reviews and people message me personally and they'll tell me, hey, why are you lowballing everyone? Like, this is way too affordable. But <laughs> I, I was able to find, <laughs> I was able to find resources in order to make that happen. Is hold what on, I'm Jenny, saying. Hold on, because we, we, our conversation be flowing so nicely. It's like, it's so hard to even just stick to something. But yeah, I, we didn't even say, and I know you just said it, that you have your own shop. But, you know, Jenny does have her own jewelry shop. She's the owner of Organize Mommy. So if you guys want some jewelry, please tap in with her. And it's funny that you say that, that your that your people, that, you, that your reviews tell you that you're lowballing because I thought the same thing when I saw your prices. I said, yo, this is super affordable. So in my eyes, you're not really trying to grift off the people like that. You're not really trying to eat off people like that. Like that you really, and you make them handcrafted. So you make them, you have some already pre-made, but you also do them, per, you know, yes, custom orders. Yeah. So that's dope I because that's intention, and you're putting your energy into that, and 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 yeah, you're putting more into the crystals. So when people get it, you know, they they it's just a different vibe that they have with it. So and I understand because at one point in time, I did have a dark situation happen in my life. You know, I saw some crazy shit as far as, like, you know, just you know possess like just something i never thought i'd probably see so i'm sure you see in movies and for a minute when that after that happened i definitely started buying my stones to protect me from negative energy and i definitely got into the palo santo i definitely got into all the tools that were left to us that have been here that have, that have those intentions from prior generations from prior just uh centuries of people that have been here that they use stuff for the same thing so i you know stones are very powerful so that's that's super dope that you know people feel that you're helping them and that they and and you are out here helping people that's 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 dope yeah and uh with what you said this has been here way longer than us crystals are one of the oldest things that have been left here Mm -hmm. and we can only imagine what the indigenous tribes from the beginning of time what they use these items for we only know a fraction of how they were used like jewelry or you know um, even using them as utensils and plates but i'm sure that they cracked some kind of code and they have used this for a lot more than how we think they're being used yeah um i know that there's a big um there's a big uh contradiction right now with uh, fake stones or organic stones versus um, stones from made that are manufactured because if you do have components you can make crystals mm. in wow. in the back of your home i don't know that yeah the so wow. on a science level <laughs> oh my god yeah how do i check if my stones are fake <laughs> so here's the thing um when you look up a stone and, and you look up the components broken down on the science level with the terms, with the ingredients, if it's zinc, sodium, chloride, whatever ingredients that you find, a lot of manufacturer warehousing where 
they do a lot of wholesales. Mm -hmm. uh, they found these ingredients that are already man-made and they put them together and then they kind of make up their own stones. But what people don't understand is uh, you can still use them. You can still use them the same ways you can use organic ones. It's still a rock. It's still it's still the form that it's in. It's just people have found ways to make them and to create them. Now, there is a difference between that and the fake where people I have read, they break glass and they paint them or they make resin with a color tint and they try to imitate the, the look to make it look like the crystal that they're trying to sell. So in a lot of unfortunate cases, uh, you can come across something that is kind of good, too good to be true price-wise. And when you do finally receive it, you get it shipped to your house, nine times out of 10, it's probably either glass or plastic, or it's some other type of rock that is not what you ordered. But you won't know because these people are professionals. They know how to paint and and make the scratches and make the to make it exactly replicate to what crystal you were looking for yeah so there's a difference between that and a manufactured stone because the people in the manufacturers they put the ingredients together instead of finding it in in a cave or a mine um they put the pieces together and it crystallizes and it forms into a rock in their warehouse. And then we have the guys that don't even do that. They don't do the math. They don't do the science. They just get plastic or glass, like how I mentioned, and they try to imitate it to look like a, a stone. Jeez, so there's different levels then. to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. There's different levels. Um, but what I do know and what stone. I've seen... <laughs> is that um they conduct they they are conductors so if you i know a lot of people might not have it at home but if you can find um those what is it the meters yeah to to see if it's conducting um numbers so certain stones will yes so certain stones will conduct certain numbers and you will see it based off of the the needle that it comes with and mm -hmm. you tap it on the stone there that's one way for you to know if it's real um there's plenty of ways there's also uh the the water trick and the ice trick and certain stones have certain properties so based off of which one you have in particular you can go and, and do research and see how you can find fake versus real mm -hmm. and see if it's actually legit because again each stone they have different properties not not every stone is the same like ingredients wise so some are known to disintegrate like sand but others are like glass because they come from volcanoes so it just all depends on what stone it is that you're looking for and what i do in my shop when i do take custom orders if they don't like what I have in my inventory that I don't have um, pre-wrapped with my wire, uh -huh. then I do also have my services where I will help them find it. I will help them find uh, the certain stone that they 
are desired to have. So it can go a lot of ways, um, but I have came across a few fakes, uh, just like the most you've been, popular you've been one. Played? You've been playing like when you buy wholesale? Um, so it's still a, a crystal, which is a good thing. But the sad part is that they promote it to be a different kind of crystal. So for me personally, I would rather you tell me, hey, this is amethyst it's i just baked it and now it's orange what the so fuck they orange. bake them oh <laughs> yeah, so, shit my crystal world is getting so, shattered that's crazy <laughs> so one thing um for me in particular it was with citrine so citrine is a really hard stone to find mm-hmm. um wholesale at a certain price if you do want it to be the grade that you're looking for obviously it's going to cost you and so uh there's there was a guy who sold amethyst that i that i have bought from before Mm -hmm. and they promoted um this orangey type of texture it kind of the more that i saw that it, it does look like amethyst the more that it made sense that they can promote it and make it look like citrine because when you do bake it it turns orange and it makes that color of the citrine mm. the bright orangey yellow ish yeah, color I know what you're talking about. so in a way when i found out i i was disappointed and i had to let him know like hey you, you're promoting something that isn't what it is but how can you tell but on, um so with citrine in particular it's not in a cluster like amethyst is found so amethyst it has its its levels so it has the outer layer which is normally like a dark gray or a brown gray based on where it was found or mined and then it has that white it has that layer of white and then purple tips Mm, yeah so depending on where you're getting the amethyst from because again it depends on the area and the location um some are darker than others some are very light purple and with those they still come in a cluster form so they still have that layer you can still find that pattern whether if it's a darker or light purple there's still that white layer in the middle kind of like a sandwich and you don't find that in citrine and citrine, it's it's a whole solid, single mm. lemon color, or like a dark honey. Right. Um, and so you know, I I just had to do my research. That's another that's another thing that I I really have to take care of because being a small business, I don't want for people to think that oh she's scamming or oh she's selling us fake stones i have to go out of my way it's very time consuming in what i do to make sure that it is what it is and i'm selling you what i'm telling that you know what i'm uh what i'm posting that i'm selling you so So i'm guessing it's hard to come across real rocks um it's not hard it's just some people don't do their research and so they end up selling you something that isn't quite what the stone is and they end up selling you a different stone so in those cases i don't get too upset because i know that well this is still real (laughs) and at least i know it's not glass or it's not 
some kind of resin to Plastic. make it look like this stone. Yeah, that's people crazy. do that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, here's charging also- a plastic plastic stone that's crazy when you're thinking (laughs) and another one is moldavite so moldavite is uh the the green one that everybody's scared to have yeah um why is everyone scared of the green one so with moldavite they say when it comes into your life or you collect it or you have it that a lot of things change in in your surroundings that if you're not prepared for it, it's going to drag you. What? And you got some of those? I need that. No. <laughs> I need that. No. So with Moldavite, it's really, really hard to come across a real one. Uh, like what people have shit. gotten. Yeah. <laughs> and what people have come across is glass. They yeah. have been sold glass. They have found a way to, to make sure. Uh, they know what they're wearing or what it is that they bought. Right. And there's ways to measure this there. And so a lot of the times people get scammed. And like you said, they, you know, people out here don't care. They just want to make a a buck and and go on with their day. So with that being said, you you just have to be really careful. Uh, how much you're spending, who you're buying from, um, where are they buying from? And it, it just goes on. So with my shop, I kind of try my best, um, to make sure that I have all the details you need before buying. If you need that information, I respect. if that. not, then, you know, you can collect it if you think it's nice or everyone has their reasons um, why they have purchased from me, whether if it's for metaphysic reasons or because they like their favorite color is green. So they want a green stone or they want to know what their birthstone is. There's so many different components with rocks that it's not always just for spiritual reasons and that's okay I'll, I'll respect that too yeah yeah they look pretty you know some people just like them because they look nice and good decoration yeah yeah and so i get to have my but fun I, with it but i feel like everyone that does have a i don't know if this is facts or not but i just assume that everyone that has a crystal is some level of spiritual even if it's yeah. a low level i just i just assume it because the regular people that aren't spiritual, I mean, not everyone has crystals either, you know? Some people yeah. that just don't even, like, I'm not spending my money on that, on a rock. No. <laughs> you know? So I do believe that that has a, some type of connection, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think in public, I can also see when someone's wearing a, you know, the the beaded bracelets. Those yep. are very popular and for my men. my ojos and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Or just a simple stone. Like, it's funny because you start to fish people out of <laughs> of the public eye. And you start to see, oh, okay. Yeah. This person might be into more things because what spirituality comes with a lot of other types of beliefs. And and, and what I'm learning, too, is, what I'm learning, too, is that everyone's, everyone's approach to spirituality is different. And that's okay. There is not no yeah. one set one set of doing it. It's some and in the beginning, I was under that assumption. I, that's what I believed. I thought you had to act a certain type of way. You had to do something a certain type of way. But man, we 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 have to do how whatever works for us, and you have to apply it 
to however it's gonna flow best in your life yeah and i wouldn't agree that spirituality is a religion only because everyone practices it differently everyone is religion, spiritual even if they're not aware yeah. of it yeah and religion is more you know there's a name and there's a set of rules and this is what people label you as yeah as opposed to when you're spiritual you're kind of more you know free flowing and and going on with your own journey the best way that you can yeah there's nobody frowning upon you there's no one telling you that if you don't do this you're gonna burn in hell <laughs> yeah because no i think porn. i think our job here is to try to make this our heaven why do we have to perish and and you know leave this body in order to reach heaven i think that's one of the biggest challenges of being here there's a lot of missions that everyone has there's a lot of jobs and callings that people forget that they have only because of society and again those jobs you start to lose yourself because we get sucked into this whole being a you know slave to a society and the rat race and who has the most money and we for, we lose sight of why we're really here yeah and what we really need to do and i think it's really important for me to share this because not a lot of people know. Not a lot of people are going to start off knowing everything. I still don't know everything. But with what I do know, I think this is the best way for me to share to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stones are beautiful. If you, use, you know, if you know how to use them properly, they're powerful. Um, if you know how to set them up properly, they're powerful. Um, and, and honestly, at the end of the day, I just believe everything is intention. So whatever your intention is behind whatever you're yeah. doing is 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 the most powerful thing. I'm a big I'm big on the power of belief, and I think that's probably the most like realist shit to be honest. Because like I love the whole you know your thoughts become reality. I love those sayings. I love just manifestation and believing something and you know speaking into existence. I believe in all that stuff. So you have to. But it has to be intent behind behind those actions. That's that's alchemy. Yeah. That's alchemy. That's magic in my in my in my opinion. Is um I do believe in magic, but magic really is just okay, um, the intention that you're putting behind the action and you're gonna manifest whatever that intention is if when your actions, you know, match match with the intention. That's how I feel like. Yeah, no, of course. Like I also believe that it, when you're not careful or you're being reckless or you're even saying negative affirmations because just like there's positive there's also negative negative yes. is when you go through something and it's affecting you mentally so your ego comes out and you start to say i'm dumb i'm stupid yeah i can't believe i i'm broke i don't have time for this all of those are negative affirmations mm -hmm. and what people don't realize is even if you're not setting positive intentions one way or another, you end up setting negative intentions. And yeah. then you wonder why did all of this happen to my life? Because you spoke life into those thoughts, into those negative ideas. 
of yourself that probably isn't even true. And with the stones and, and the other tools that I offer, you know, those are tools. It's not something that you actually need every single day for this reason in particular. They're tools to help you, you know, have the balance and and create a more positive vibe. Yeah. But it does start with you. Always. It starts with where do you want to go? Do you want to stay here? Because when you hit rock bottom, you have nowhere else to go but up. That's how I see it. And for me, when I hit rock bottom a few years ago, I I found a way out of that hole. I found a way out of that dark place. And these components that I have and no put one, together. And no one was going to get you out of that but you. No. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's another thing uh, with my shop. I'm not going to spam you in your DMs asking if you want me to make you something or if you want to buy something. I think a lot of people in the industry who are just trying to make a buck for a living with, with all of this, they do that. Or they'll yeah. spam you for a reading or, you know, whatever services they offer. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think when you first start on social media, you do tend to put yourself down because you start comparing or you start to see numbers flop or you start to see other people's numbers and versus yours. And it, it's hard, but I would yeah. say that it's important not to lose sight of why you're doing it because everyone starts somewhere and there's never a perfect time and you're never going to have the perfect camera laptop phone whatever it is you need to post don't read and me. so <laughs> it's important not to lose sight of why you're doing what you're doing yeah because again we, we start somewhere and when you start somewhere that that's your starting point so that means you you can only go up as well yeah it's only going to get better from here. Yes. That's how I always say it. It's yes. only going to get better. <laughs> Slow motion <laughs> is better than no motion. Yes. Yes. And there's no way I'm going to speak negative affirmations into my life anymore because I've seen That's the beautiful. differences. Yeah. And then, and so. It's just low vibrations. Like you don't want to yeah. be walking around here with that frequency, that low frequency. And it rubs off on people. That should really be true, yeah. you know. I it's crazy because when I was a, like when I was a big negative Nancy myself, you know, when I was at work, if you know, just when I was younger too, twenty one, twenty two, and I was still very immature, way more immature than I am now. <laughs> I'm still immature, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I remember like at work when something wouldn't when it wouldn't go a certain way or they wouldn't call me in early and they had like you know just little petty shit that I would I would want to fight back to them about but that was really just super petty like bro these people just paying you just come to work do what you gotta do and just dip like it ain't that big of a deal but i also but i would but i would hate work so much and i and i was so mad at work being at work that i would go in there with that don't even talk to me attitude every day every day i was just that negative vibe and it, and it was even to the point where every time i walked in the room the other employees that were having conversations and stuff like that, they would all just end up getting quiet because now I'm in the room and they know like, oh, you know, Chris is here. So this, and it's looking back is <laughs> that's so ugly. You know, that it rubs off though, that yeah. negative energy. Cause then not everyone else is also in a eh, whatever mood as well. That's shit crazy. And when, that, when you come in there with that energy, it rubs off and everyone's in a good energy. Everyone's, you know, laughing and it just is beautiful when you come in with that type of energy. 
Yeah. And, and if you don't, if you don't know where to start, I would say start with affirmations. I actually include a little uh, cute printed postcard of affirmations when you purchase something for me. Nice. Um, I include one of those just to, just as a reminder that yeah. if you can say these words, it doesn't cost you anything to say positive words about you, about your life, about your intentions when you start to speak negative the universe will only respond yes yeah the universe so it will basically say okay oh you're broke okay well here's more days of you being broke yeah oh you don't have time okay well let me let me send you more things that happen to make you cut more time away from what you need to do or you want to do <laughs> it that's all it knows it just knows yes yes it just knows okay yes and so if you're constantly saying these negative words, that's also why if you have a bad day, let's say you get out of bed, you burn yourself with your coffee, you start saying negative things. Okay, when you leave the door, I don't know, a bird poops on you. But, and it just goes on. You get hit by a car with another car. And it, it, it's just if you stay in a constant level of negativity, you will only attract negativity. Yeah. You're yeah. a walking magnet. And that and I think it's really cool when people say, oh, I'm a money magnet. Oh, I'm a this magnet. Because even though you you probably don't know what you're saying, you're you're speaking life into it. Yeah. And they so be, if you they can actually find believe things, it. Like it goes back to the yeah. power of belief. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or how people say, oh, well, I'm just super lucky. I'm just a lucky, lucky woman. And all and of these good things happen to me. <laughs> And that's probably why I always lose when I gamble too, because I always have that. Oh. I always go with the intention of, nah, I'm like, you know, like I don't even want to gamble because I'm, I'm gonna lose my money, and I'm already scared to even just gamble the money. So if you're going in with those intentions, yeah, you're gonna lose, bro. What the fuck? You're not even going in the in the situation happy that you might win some money, triple, quadruple, maybe. You don't even know, but you're over here already. Nah, I don't know. You're already doubting. You, as soon as yeah. you have that little that little doubt in you, that's that's game over right there. That's game mm -hmm. over. You cannot let that exist in you. And yes, we're human. And yes, sometimes, you know, some we li do live in this matrix. You know, sometimes sometimes things might get to you. And you might let yeah. it affect your, your mood for the day. I understand that. But that's when you got to take some time and just really sit and reflect on what just happened. The process it. We live in this in this rapid-paced world where you, you, you don't have to process things right away. You can definitely get in your car and be like, why did it just happen? Why did I spill that coffee on myself? Was I in a rush? Did I have the phone in my ear? You know, was I texting? Was I not really paying attention? Did I not, you know, really greet the worker that was giving me the car? Like, what could, well, how could I have prevented it? You know, but instead yeah. we, we blame something. We're always pointing a finger at something and they've conditioned us to keep blaming something and someone and keep playing this victim, having this victim mentality. And, and if you have that, you're not going to heal and you're not going to, evolve as a person you can't it's like we said it starts with you and you have to realize sometimes what can i do differently but i want to ask you this jenny because i say this on the show all the time sometimes when i when i enter the show i say i say um like i always say shout out to all the moms out there you know um because 
you know, because hopefully you guys can take that time that you need for yourselves. Because being, a, yeah. I always say, I always, I always tell the audience, you know, take some time out of the day and give it to yourself and give it to your soul. But I, under, but I always say, I always include the moms, and I say something's different for them. And the homie asked me, why do you always bring up the moms though? And I'm like, because it's, when you have kids and you have little ones, you can't just take the time of the day to do what you want to do. Maybe you can't just take mm -mm. that little 15, 10, 20 minutes to meditate and and you know tap in and maybe get yourself right for the day. You have to sometimes suck it up and just be like, you know what? I got to go handle my, my kids crying. I got to go do them. And you get so entertained with them. And even that can be a form of meditation itself, you know? But I always tell uh, moms that even if you have one minute, two minutes, you know, five minutes of the day, tap in. Try to try to take that bath you need. You know, take that run you need. You, your kids asleep real quick. Find, do something within that time. You have to utilize your time, you know, you know very um you have to utilize your time well but i want to ask you as a mom is that hard is it hard to really tap in and and you know find that time of day to feed to yourself and give yourself well i do have three so that would that speaks volumes yes <laughs> um at first yes Oh my gosh, like when the pandemic first started, that's when it really hit me because I've always been the working mom. I've always worked overtime. I've always had my kids, you know, have a sitter or they're in school and I'm at work. And I, that's always been my life. When the pandemic hit, I had the opportunity to stay home. And I went from working mom mm -hmm. to stay at home mom. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how much more I have respect for stay-at-home moms because I think everyone who isn't a stay-at-home mom, they kind of just oversee them and they kind of just say, oh, well, they have it good because está bien mantenada. Like, you know, she's, um, how do I say it? You know how when they have that saying in Spanish, Que la mantienen. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so she stays home. Um, yeah. That, you know, husband takes the bills and they she's just at home. Right. And a lot of people oversee it because they think, oh, well, she has the good life. Oh, well, she just has to stay home. She doesn't have to do any of what we do no, yeah. because she's just at home. You guys, this when, is the thing. Hold on, Jenny. Hold on. This is the thing. Men provide for the home, but women make it a home. That's a job. That's a job in itself. Yes. That's a full-time job and at it, at that. A real full-time job, not no, not no nine to five, a real 24-7, 365 <laughs> until they're 18 because it's whatever, we put this limitation on it, whatever, you know, but yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. No, you're fine. I also want to say as a working mom, I saw those moms the same way mm -hmm. because I was a working mom and I put in so many hours outside of my home to provide for my kids to where I never really thought about being a stay-at-home mom because, again, that was my life. That, yeah. I've always, that's all I knew. And so when I had the opportunity to stay home, it was just such a revolution to my brain at first because I was able to see what all these stay-at-home moms go through. It's not easy. Yeah. It is not easy because there is zero breaks when you're a stay-at-home mom. Not even oh, in the yeah. bathroom. The kids will follow you. They will chase you. Um, and at first, for me, it was very hard to transition from working mom to stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, it is frustrating. In the beginning, you 
tend to have so much anxiety you don't know how to juggle so many young kids if you have more than one or even your your wow. little one if you just have one mm-hmm. you're trying to find your best way to react and sometimes you don't have time to because you still have to finish the laundry and cooking and cleaning before so-and-so comes home so it just varies and it's none of it is hard I mean sorry it varies and none of it is easy whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom yes it none of it is easy Nothing is in what life I've is learned. easy. <laughs> Anything, anytime you want something in life, it's not going to be easy at all. Everything takes work. Everything. We, we're builders. We're co-creators. You have to create whatever whatever type of world you're trying to live. You have to create that world. So I, I definitely, I definitely understand you. And with the children, I'm sorry, they yeah, have taught children. me. They have. Oh no, you're fine. The they have taught me the importance of the now because. In a spiritual level, children are very, very pure. They carry a very, very pure and strong energy that yes, they we do. don't have because they're children. The innocence. Yes. And because they live in the now. They are masters mm. of the present. Mm. That's a fact. I never thought about that. Yeah, as adults, we like yep. to think on the past and yeah, the future. Oh my gosh, that's a, I never looked at it like that. That's so true. Kids only focus in the now and are on the most honest, rawest. Yeah, they are. They are the best teachers at times, and for me to be, been able to stay at home with them, they have helped me so much. And when it comes to having, you know, me time, I think it just comes with time in general. Yeah. The more the more that you adjust and transition into whatever it is, home dynamic that you have, it is always going to be hard there. I still have my tough days, but I, it's important when you have to remind yourself, OK, this is just a tough day. This isn't a tough life. This isn't going to be my yes. life because that's when we start thinking about the future again. Yeah, yeah. Because now we're we're connecting our emotions of the now to the future, and now we think, oh my gosh, this is, is this it for yeah, me? Exactly, is this yeah. what I'm gonna deal with? Mm-hmm. You think it's <laughs> every mean, day gonna be like the same kids. as today? Yeah. Yeah, and kids are only kids for a certain amount of time. Before you know it, you're gonna have teenagers in your home. But that, but, and so, but that's why I asked you, you know, a little bit earlier is. Like when, when you have those bad days, when you're when you know when you're single like myself, you have no no kids, no nothing, nothing really holding you down. You can go and leave when you want to whenever you want to do anything. You can take this time right now to, you know, just meditate. You can take the next two hours to just focus on whatever you know you want to focus on. But when you do, when you're a mom and you have, you know, kids and children to attend to, and when you do have those bad days, how what do you do? Or what practices or exercises do you do to maybe just calm yourself down or remind you, okay, this is just today. It's not the rest of my life. This is just for right now. How do you tap inwardly? I think the easiest way for me to have been able to combat those type of days is just a simple reminder in my mind. Because again, I have so many things listed on there for a a day in particular, 
where I have to run this errand. The kids come out at this time. The baby has mommy and me class at that time. I have a few online orders for this time. I just have to give myself maybe just a minute even because yeah. again, like you said, everyone has different days. Everyone has different schedules. Mm-hmm. Even just a minute. I have, yeah. I have to say, Jenny, breathe. Yeah. Jenny, don't like, you can't constantly have these expectations where you know you're not going to meet because then you're constantly going to put yourself down by doing that. You have to remind yourself you have, it's a day at a time, whatever it is you can accomplish today, that is enough. Yeah. And yeah. the affirmation that I always have to remind myself to say is I am enough. Mm. I am enough. You just named the episode. I am enough. Yes. I like that. Because as a mom, oh my gosh, there's so many times as a single mom where things go down and I lose my focus because, you know, again, there's a lot of compromising. There's a lot of sacrificing. There's a, there's a lot of everything when it comes to being a single parent and I lose focus on myself and what I'm actually worthy of because the kids will always come first especially as a single parent that's your mindset the kids always come first the kids always come first but what's gonna happen when something happens to you Mm -hmm. are you going to be able to provide for your kids are you going to be able to be there for your kids in general you have to make sure that your cup is full yes you can't run on yeah. a low battery. Yep. You can't and expect for, to be you can't expect to be a good good a good person to other people when you're not even good within yourself. And not even good, the energy. So many things could drain you throughout the day if you're constantly giving and giving and giving and you don't remind yourself for that minute mm-hmm. or 5 minutes yeah, or true. 10 minutes how you said. That's true. To recharge. That's true. To recharge yourself, whether if it's speaking affirmations, whether if it's journaling, journaling helps too. Whether if it's even just taking a brisk walk around your house. Yes. Yeah. Those little calories will go a long way. And with my jewelry, I always like to tell people, you don't even have to be doing anything in particular. When you're wearing something, when you're wearing a tool, it does things that we can't see, yes. that we can't really feel. Yes. It's kind of like behind the scenes and mm-hmm. all you're doing is wearing it. Yeah. And that's also why it means so much to me because the days that I feel that I just don't have time to do anything, I look at my wrist or I look at I look down in my chest. I have a necklace on, I have a bracelet on. You know what? I'm just gonna let go, not be so attached to to the problems of the future. And focus on now. And what I can do right now is enough. Yeah. So I would say even a minute goes a long way. One minute a day, that's what? Seven minutes in a week? Seven minutes times four? 28 minutes in one month. It goes on. It accumulates. As long as you don't stop. That's what matters, that you don't stop and you don't give up on yourself. Mm -hmm. Because the moment that you give up on yourself, especially as a single parent, you're giving up on who you are 
as a, as a person and that's going to impact on your child you can't give up now especially while you have eyes looking up at you and a mouth to feed you have to find the balance you have to find yes yes and that, that's really the that's the biggest hack that's the biggest matrix hack to be honest in this world this realm whatever balance definitely balance and I think a lot of people, when they hear the word balance, they think, oh, well, I have to put in the same amount of hours that I put in on my job. I have to put those same amount of hours that I have for my healing. No, that's not always the case. We don't all have the same 24 hours. Yeah, You're not obligated to do that. There's some people that are fortunate to have a lot more free time than others. And sometimes you just have to work with what you have. And I'm so learning that right now. And I'm in, that's the process that I'm in right now. You know, I just, I've recently just picked up a second, uh, a second job and my ego is, you know, kind of like, bro, really? You picked up a second job? And not, not because I'm in dying need of the extra cash. It's just that I want to get out of this debt faster. So in order to do that, I just have to pick up this gig because that's a, that's a constant, you know, a check coming every two weeks. And I need that right now because obviously this, but it starts fucking with me because I can I can start you know I'm selling merch already I have a, I do have an online shop and the thing is like am I am I taking time away from my passion and what I know I want to do the rest of my life and doing this and it's you know it's been fucking with me but at the same time like I'm just learning to I have to this is just temporarily and you know I have to keep reminding myself of that because I'm I'm looking at it like this is permanently but it's not this is not permanently. This is just temporarily, and you got to do what you got to do for the meantime. But I'm still executing podcasts. I'm still dropping podcasts. So regardless if I'm not putting the same amount of time that I once was into this passion, there's still being time put into it, and it's still being produced, and it's still happening. So, And, and it, that's only possible because you have to balance it. The, the All the free time you have now, you have to utilize it to your best advantage. It's not always just about... Oh, I'm gonna go turn up. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do that. But I would be lying if I said I didn't have those 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 instances where I do want to go turn up. I do want to go drink with the homies because you know I that it's not every day that I do that. But every once in a while, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Not every day I want to work. And when the free time that I do have, work more on this passion and this crap. And maybe that's the mentality I shouldn't have because maybe that's why I'm staying behind. But I am going with the flow, and I do what my soul and my body tells me to do, and I do. What I feel like doing, I don't just, oh, nah, nah, nah. No, I still love being around humans. I still love being around people. Energy is crazy when you're around people. Like, I love it. I love experiencing different type of people in different settings. And I love people watching. I love all that shit. So I can't do that at the house all the time. I can't do that if I'm working all the time. So, again, it's really just balance. And I just went on a whole tangent. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. That's another thing that people get uh, the whole balance concept mixed up is when they feel like, oh, well, I can't drink. I can't go turn up. I can't. Yep. That, that's not the case. It's just you have to find ways not to overdo something in particular, just like spirituality. If you focus a, a million times specifically only on meditating, you're going to miss out on a lot of things in life. Yeah. You can't just put one thing as a priority for your life. Yeah. You have to find balance. 
So you go crazy again with, yeah. And people think, oh, well, balance means I have to do all of them at the same time. I have to invest all of the time that I have in each one equally. No, it just means don't lose sight. And I think that's the happiness that people look for in the world, to be honest, Jenny. When people say like, because, you know, when people, when they, when they like, when, they, when you're so focused and, and you only have one priority and then you, you accomplish that goal, right? Then, then for the, while they're, while they're trying to accomplish that goal, they have that fuel in them. They, they are happy. Maybe they are, maybe they're, they're figuring things out. But once it happens, it's like, okay, I already accomplished this. Now, now what next? Now they start figuring out like yeah. their, that their life is empty. And I think. And actually, I just really this thought just came to my head like right now in this moment that when you when you do have a balance in a lot of and everything in life, I, I think that's when you're the most happiest because you're tapping into many different worlds. And for the you know, for for a few days, you're doing this for a few days, you're doing that for a few days, you're doing this for a few hours, you might be doing this and this and this. And, this. and I think that's the best happiness. I think that, that to me, I, now that I think about it, that would be happiness to me because I can't do the same thing all the time, every day for the same way all the time. You know, I just that's just the way I, I i'll get depressed doing that I'll, I'll fall into the routine but once you balance different worlds and different matrices like you different little matrices that you can tap into i think that's when you can really be happy and you're not you're not going to be feel lost in this world yeah maybe i don't know and and it's also because you're in the now when ah. when you feel balanced that's a you fact. you are accepting what is right now yes. in front of you that's beautiful yeah mm -hmm. i agree so it's not something to put yourself down with it's it takes time there's so many books when it comes to reprogramming your mind um like psycho cybernetics i'm not sure if you've seen that book before i haven't um so this book um was recommended by a really close friend um and when she had brought up this book it, she had brought up our programming and how it can affect our the way we think the way we we think about people or our life and what we attract um Give me one second. So the book is called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Uh -huh. And this book in particular, it speaks on your programming. It speaks on your beliefs. It speaks on how your brain is trained to make things happen. Yeah. And when it comes to your programming, if there's a lot of trauma in there, then that's probably why you're attracting certain people in your life. And that's when people say you need to tap in. You need to tap into your psyche. You have to try to reprogram because we're computers. Yes. And when you go inside a computer and you try to reprogram it, a lot of flags are going to come out. You know, the warning, are you sure? Are you sure you want to delete this? And so that's when certain things come out to where we're constantly fighting our egos whether if this is true whether if this is right whether if this is wrong it's a lot of reprogramming that we had to do and when it starts with you and healing you're gonna be tapping into things that you put away a long time ago yeah 
whether it was from your childhood or a few years ago or yesterday, whatever you've been suppressing, it's all in your psyche. And it won't come out until something triggers you out here. Yes. Man, Jenny, thank you. You know, thank you for coming on. I, I'm running out of time. I'm so sorry to end this right now. Oh, no, it's okay. But um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for, you know, just being patient with me. We had this whole, we had talked previously, and I, the episode got overridden by other, other audio, and yeah. But I appreciate you. I don't want to, I didn't want to interrupt you real quick, you know, <laughs> but, um, no, it's all right. But yeah, um, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you. And for everyone listening, if they want to buy some stones, they can go to what organite mommy.com or yes. Okay. Um, I have the link on the organite mommy and then from my actual IG, Yenny from the block with the Y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yenny the from the, taken. oh yeah. Yenny. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like um, that. Yeah, I have the links. You should have been Yenny with the bios. rocks. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, I might, I might have Yo, to consider that. Oh, Yenny with Ooh. the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but yeah, thank I, you so much. No, thank you. I really do appreciate you, Jenny. I know you're around the corner. I, I want to. I definitely want to you know meet you one day. I want to work with you in person. Maybe we can work something now where. You know, you you sponsor the show. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying too much on air, yeah. but, you know, we can definitely work something out. I love your energy. I love, you know, the conversations, the three conversations we've had, because you did vet me. I said in the intro, you vetted me before, you know, we started the, the initial podcast. And then when we set up the actual one, it was, it was so good that I didn't even introduce it the way I naturally introduce episodes. <laughs> I just hit record because we just started talking that talk. And you're, yeah. you know, I love your energy. You bring dope conversation. You keep a conversation going. So I appreciate you so much. A lot of people be nervous on here. So, you know, you, you did show out. So I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm really excited for all the future arrangements that we have. Yes. And I am going to send you guys a few, a few goodies that way. They can get a little glimpse if um, they don't run into my page. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For um, sure. Definitely. I do remember your sign. So I know I have a few things in mind that I can make. Hey, that's what's so, up. Intention. I'm pretty, pretty excited. <laughs> All right, Jenny. All I appreciate right. thank you. Thank you. You have a good day. Um, thank you for being a good mom. Thank you, you know, for standing up for your beliefs. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All righty. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is Yenny with the rocks. <laughs> that is Organized Mommy. Uh, shout out to her. Shout out to her. She came through last minute. I needed an episode. Well, we had an episode. And Mercury Retrograde had to fuck with your boy. So I had to pivot right quick and do my thing. But shout out to her. Shout out to all the moms out there that are trying to figure it out with the kids. They're trying to find that time of day. They're trying to find a little minute, hour, second, whatever it is to tap inwardly to find that peace of mind. And, uh, and like how she said, you have to keep reminding yourself that it's just right now, today. It's not the rest of the year. It's not every single day. Because you have one bad day don't mean every day is going to be bad. And if you keep thinking that, every day is going to be bad. So it's up to you. It's up to y'all. And like how she said, I am enough. You have to keep, you have to remind yourself that you are enough. You are, you, all of us are enough. Stop thinking you don't need to be less or more. Yeah, we can keep accomplishing more and become, and becoming better versions of ourselves. I'm all for that. But even in those situations, you're going to be enough. You're always going to be enough. 
So stop doubting yourself. Stop looking at yourself a bad way. Stop speaking negative shit in your world, in your matrix. I do it sometimes too, but we're human beings. You got to snap right quick out of that shit. Snap out that shit. Snap out that shit real quick. All right. I I love you guys. Don't forget that. I appreciate everyone listening. Conspiracy.com. Get you a shirt. I will see you guys next week. Chris Percy. I'm out of here. Okay.